0: Um
1: still Dre? Yeah, it's still Dre. Dre Day. Welcome back to Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge. We are at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Come on, make some noise down here. We got our 8-1 Philadelphia Eagles. They are on a bye week coming off a big win from yesterday against the hated Dallas Cowboys. I don't care what Jack Fritz says. That rivalry still matters to the people that are Philadelphia Eagles fans. And that was a great win yesterday to get to 8-1, and one, best record in the entire National Football League. Pretty much at the halfway mark. Um, we talked about the game all day. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me welcome in my esteemed co-host of the Players' Lounge. Uh, to my right, we have Mr. Elliot Shore Parks. He's in the building. Yep, yep, yep. Nobody gets booed here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's only the pregame show. Yeah, it's only yeah. the pregame show. And then we have Eagles great, Eagles Hall of Famer, my former teammate, my current teammate here at WIP, Mr. Whoa. Hugh Douglas is in the house. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> All right, What's fellas. Going on? We got some football to talk about, man. These boys are sitting at 8-1, and one, man. Listen, I thought the Miami Dolphins win was the most impressive win under the Nick Sirianni regime. Yep. Um, I think yesterday's victory surpasses that, it's a divisional opponent, Uh, the ramifications of the game uh, certainly matter, Uh, where we are in the standings and what the game means moving forward, that was a game they had to win, it was a gutsy win, it was a gutsy performance from Jalen yesterday, Uh, we got Landon Dickerson, he'll be joining us here in a moment, Uh, who helped protect Jalen, open up holes for the running game yesterday, but I'll start with you, Hugh, uh, 8-1 is where this team is sitting at right now. Your thoughts?
2: Uh, you know, we come from the background, like back in the day where, you know, you always look at wins like this and there's always something that you could do better. But I, I got to tell you, like, the way that I look at this team and the way that they're playing right now, they haven't played their best game yet and they're still finding ways to win so with that being said when they they do finally get it together they're going to be pretty scary yeah i mean really they're going to be pretty scary
0: yeah your thoughts esp yeah i think they're already very scary I, and so I agree with you, Hugh. I don't think they played their best game. But I've been hearing it all day on the station. Mm-hmm. I don't get what this myth, like mythical best game, is. They're eight and one. They they demolished uh, Miami. <laughs> they handled business against Dallas. Their top five offense. Well, they off, demolished like, Miami. Well, yeah, they did. They, they won that game by what, like 17, or they were up. a game at, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but they ended up winning it. Regardless, the point I'm making is they're eight <laughs> and man, one. I, I just don't. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know what I, everyone. Sometimes wants. Sometimes he goes off the rails. Well, Hugh. they did. They yeah, did yeah, handle. No, he does, Bruno, they, back, they, they smacked Miami in the mouth and Miami <laughs> gave up, Like that, that's what happened So okay. I just think this idea That they haven't played their best football I've been extremely impressed by the football They've played, they're 8-1 and one. They handle almost every challenge thrown their way The defense gave up 6 points in the second half Yesterday, the offense was 100% mm-hmm. In the red zone, they did not turn the ball over Got a little lucky, but they did not turn the ball over So could they have won that game 50 to nothing? Sure. No, but, they couldn't have. But, but no, what I'm saying is this best game thing, I think they're playing much better than they're being given credit for.
1: Wow, that's interesting coming from you.
0: It is. Yeah, considering your takes after the first four or five weeks of the well, season. Well, they, they, they weren't scary after the first four or five weeks, but now we've played nine games. Okay, then. Yeah. So
1: it, it, we're saying they still haven't played their best game yet. You, you, you don't believe the Eagles can
0: play better than what they played? Look, I think every team could always play better, but this idea that they're not they're like they can win the Super Bowl playing this way—the okay. way they are playing right now—is good enough to win the Super uh, Bowl. That, that, listen, listen, here's the thing. Hold on. Listen, they're eight and one. Don't look for a fight where there
1: is no fight. Uh, so I'm, we're not—I'm not necessarily arguing that the Eagles aren't playing good football. That's not what I'm saying, and I don't think that's what most people are saying. I think people feel like there is still a level. A football that this team can get to where they don't turn the ball over three times Mm -hmm. right where they average more than 3.9 yards per carry rushing the football where they can close out a game like they did in tampa where they held the ball for nine minutes on the final drive and tampa never got the ball back you know part of the reason the cowboys had a chance to steal that game yesterday is because we couldn't salt away the clock running the football now listen I don't mind giving education classes about the game of football team every week. Let me hold on. You no, let me you. take him, I, I, I let is, take the, him the, the floor I, is yours. No, no, it's, floor it's, is. it's really no. Elliot. It's not you. It's Elliot. Yeah, <laughs> it always is. Yes, yeah. it's, 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 <laughs> it always is. It's Elliot. Yeah. That we got to get straight. Go ahead. But, but here's the thing. No, I'm, I'm just poking with you. No, I know. I believe that Jalen still has room where he could play better. I believe he would tell you that the running game certainly can be better. And listen, these are all in the defensive passing game. Come on, now you know that certainly needs to be better if we're talking about winning a Super Bowl. I know you two don't believe defense is important. Yeah, and, yeah. Until we can't stop a nosebleed, and then defense two all two of them. offensive guys yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah. then, then the, uh, the defense Luxury, becomes important. Luxury, not a necessity. Well, here's what I do like, and I and I said this earlier. That's very similar to what you have said. There's not a team in the NFL playing better than the Eagles. Correct. It's It's as simple as that. So if I'm just measuring them by the rest of the teams in the league, regardless if they're playing an A game as opposed to their A-plus game, the fact is nobody else is playing at the level the Eagles are right now.
0: And that's more the point I was trying to make is when you look around the league, there is no team that is playing a perfect game closer than the Eagles are. Could they play better? Absolutely. I'm excited to talk to Landon about the running game because they can be the best running team in the NFL when they play their best football. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I, I just think that sometimes because of how awesome last year was, there's this feeling with this year sometimes where, well, they're good but you know they could be better or they that was a good win but they could have done this this offense is better than it was last year the defense is not as good but the defensive line is probably better than it was last year and the secondary concern i understand they have to be better but they are 14th in the league in yards allowed per attempt through the pass that's not great but that is not like a secondary that's a major concern that's going to keep them from winning the super bowl so i I agree that they can play better in areas for sure and the running game is one of those but I, I think this team is playing better than they're being given credit for, is my main point. Okay. Not by us, though. Yeah, not by you guys. Go ahead. What you got for me, big dog?
2: No, I was just about to say, like, like the reason why me and I say it could be better is because you, as, a, as a former player, you're always looking to improve on something. You never want to get complacent. So, so a lot of times when we talk about what we're talking about and, and what we're coming from, it's because that's... Kind of the model of the NFL, because you never want to be a team that feels like they're being complacent. Because you even hear the players say, it. "They, there ain't no," and you still hear them saying, "There's a lot of work to do."
0: Yeah, and I'm fine with them saying that. But I'm sitting here saying I think they're playing enough, and I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. So, so they can feel that way and they can feel complacent. But I think this idea that they're not playing their best football—they are playing good enough to win the Super Bowl. I agree. There I think things- they're played good enough to be eight and
1: one. I think. Yeah. If they- I think. I think when 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 you're talking about winning the Super Bowl. You're talking about December and January football. Um, You're talking about health. You're talking about home run advantage, being able to run the ball. Like you gotta realize San Francisco, Dallas, we're gonna see these teams again, potentially in the playoffs. So, you know, what we look like right now may not necessarily be what we look like in January. So I, I think being able to, and I would say this, the secondary
0: could be something that could wind up keeping you from winning the Super Bowl. Well, the nickel spot for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think they they, they need Bradley Roby back, but I just think the reason the win yesterday was so big was because it really helped them put a stronghold on being that number yeah. one seed. And I don't mm-hmm. think anybody is coming into Lincoln Financial Field and beating this team in the playoffs. So to get that win and to secure and really put yourself in a good spot for it, that's why I, it was a massive victory for this team.
1: Uh, well, we, we all agree with you there, man. And let's welcome in, Really the star of tonight's show. Eagles left guard, pro bowler, only in his second year, right? Second or third year? Uh, Third year. Third year. He's in his third year. Forgot, man. Time flies, right? It
3: it sure does.
1: Landon Dickerson in the house, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Well, thank y'all for having me.
1: Okay, Landon, this is your first show with the Players Lounge. I got this little thing I like to do, this customary after you guys win. All right, let's hear this.
3: Victory! I love the energy like that. Love I do it. that at two o'clock
1: it. for you guys, man. No, congratulations. Congratulations on on big win yesterday. Um, nine games in, you guys are sitting at eight and one right now. I like to start off with how are you feeling physically? How are you feeling from a physical standpoint right now?
3: I mean, physically, I feel like I played nine games in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a uh, it's a long season. That's one thing you get used to, especially coming out of college, um, Yeah, the biggest thing is going into this bye week, you know, it came at a great time for us. Uh, Guys are starting to get banged up a little bit, bruised up, and, you know, really the best thing for it is, you know, just getting some time to, you know, rest, get your body physically ready, and then, you know, mentally too. It's a nice little kind of break mentally, reset everything.
1: So for you, right, this is your third year. How is the game? Now, listen, you played at SEC, you played at Alabama, so we know you're used to playing big-time football on a big stage. But how has the game sort of changed for you over your three years of being in the league? Like where you were your rookie year, what you saw compared to where you are right now?
3: Yeah, the game is uh, completely different when it comes from college to the NFL. And a lot of people say, you know, like the speed of the game is the biggest thing you see. But, you know, that, that was obviously one huge thing for me. But also just, you know, mentally how, how different game plans are and how, you know, speaking from an offensive side of the ball, how these defensive coordinators are, you know, disguising looks and coverages and trying to, like, trick people every chance you get. And, you know, that's really the biggest thing is, you know, coming in as a rookie, I was looking at stuff. I was like, you know, sitting there watching film, I was like, oh, there's going to be a pressure here, and it comes from the opposite side. I was like, that doesn't even look like it (laughs) should happen. And it's just because you got guys that are bigger, faster, and stronger. you got linebackers that can run, you know, 20 yards and cover a receiver, you know, split out wide. And you're like, you know, once you start seeing this stuff and recognizing – You know what guys are doing on defense and these schemes you know being able to process the game at a faster rate that's just you know one thing that i'm still working on but it's definitely starting to come around since my rookie year
0: so you played uh in some of the biggest college football programs there are uh you now play for the eagles that are one of the biggest franchises uh, in all sports but definitely the nfl but you're also part of stoutland university uh here in in philadelphia (laughs) So with I'm, passing grades, I might have. As of now. He That's gives right. you those passing grades? or? Uh, uh,
3: we, well, we met today. There was uh, there was some, uh,
0: some assignments yesterday
1: he some was not happy with. Yeah. Cleaned
0: up. I, yeah, I got well, you. Well, <laughs> what I wanted to ask you was, because uh, we have Jordan Milata on here as well, and he talked so glowingly about how Stoutland has, I mean, with him, taught him the game. Obviously, you had played a little more coming into the NFL. But what was it like for you now in your third year? To be in an offensive lineman room led by Stoutland with Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Sayamalu for a lot of your career, just what how, how important has that been to your development of being adjusted to the NFL?
3: Yeah, I mean, obviously Coach Stoutland, he's been a, a huge influence on just learning the game of football and how to approach things and go about it. And then also, you know, like you said, being in the room with guys like Jason and Lane, you know, Brandon Brooks, my rookie year, who, yep. you know, he really stepped in because, when he got hurt in that second game versus San Francisco, I mm-hmm. went in to take a spot. And, you know, him being there to, you know, coach me up and try and, like, you know, help me through those ties. You know, it's a some people might see it as a weird thing because, you know, I wasn't really in trying to take his job. You know, I, re- yeah. I wanted to come in and learn from one of the best guards to do it. And, you know, him being there and, like, you know, coaching me along, trying to get me better really showed, like, you know, Every day we are competing against each other in that room for a job, but we care so much more about, you know, getting those five guys to play the best as possible no matter who it's going to be. So, you know, I just got so much appreciation that I've been able to play with a lot of great players and learn a lot of great things from these guys
0: were you surprised by that because i think sometimes there's this perception that when you get to the nfl it's a business and that maybe these got these veteran players aren't they're gonna are not they going to are not going to help you because you're taking their job you're taking you know potentially their paycheck mm-hmm. were you surprised that in that offensive line room because jordan's talked about this too that it doesn't it doesn't seem to be that way
3: yeah and i can't speak for every team obviously but you know i i think just the way that you know the organization's been run and how you know players care for the team up here it's really nice and, and that's the thing with the nfl is a lot of times you see it kind of turn into an individual individualistic thing mm-hmm. yeah there's a long word to pronounce nicely right, done but, yeah um,
0: that's the longest words we use here on the players yeah yeah i'll keep the sat words down <laughs> yeah, thank you Yeah. I'm um,
3: but yeah just you know, seeing that and like coming into that situation, like obviously, I did think it was going to be. You know, I'm I'm coming and trying to compete for somebody's job, and yeah. you know, the, these guys aren't going to help me. They're going to be kind of you know gatekeeping secrets and how to play <laughs> and stuff. And now it's a completely different situation. And you know, I can't speak for every team, obviously, but you know what we have, you know, especially in the Eagles' O line room, is just. know trying to get everybody in that room prepared to you know be able to play in a game and not have any drop in the level of play and you know i I think that we've done a tremendous job of that you've kind of seen this year where you know guys like you know cam coming in and you know starting you know his first starting consecutively in his first year now and then tyler steen suo Peta, you know those guys jack driscoll being able to come in and play uh, you know the development of guys and making sure that they're ready because you know You're really only one snap away from becoming a starter and you know, that's a big thing that you know People don't understand is you even you know you could be a third string guy and you know in two series now You're the starter. Yeah, so for the year. <laughs> yeah, exactly so, uh,
2: so Landon my question to you is this because you guys have almost been uh, flawless up until this point so, as an offense, what are some of the things when you when when you're in the meetings and everything that you guys try to work on during the course
3: of the week? So, let, let's redefine flawless. So I said <laughs> I said almost. I said almost flawless. Um, you know, I, I don't really like to sp- like speak on other players and stuff and how they're playing. I I think you know our team is you know doing a tremendous job, but we have a lot of things to improve on, especially myself. Um, but you know, really, I think it comes down to just you know, the mindset we have going into every week, you know, we're, we're not looking far ahead. Like, you know, we come in, we have a routine and a schedule. We come in on Mondays, it's game review, and then, you know, come back in. It's Wednesday, we're, we got to, you know, set goal, and we're just going to attack Wednesday. We're not worried about Thursday. We're not worried even about, you know, practice Wednesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. We're worried about Wednesday meetings and how we can, you know, get the most out of those. And, you know, I think just the system that we've put in place now with Coach Sirianni and the players is – kind of leading to our success with you know, what we've done last year and this year.
2: Well, you know what? Since we're talking about this in your office line, man, I need you to do me a huge favor, man, because I got DeAndre Swift in my fantasy team. <laughs> I, n- I need y'all to get him in the end zone, dog. I know, and listen, I'm not, I'm not tripping. Y'all winning and everything. <laughs> But I need y'all to get him in end zone, man, because I need him to get touchdowns.
3: Look, I, I love running the ball, too. Okay? <laughs> you know, you know I mean? but at the same time, they they don't pay me to call the plays.
1: <laughs> Speaking of you running the ball, that which puts me in the mindset of an old lineman running the ball, one of your best friends on your team, if not your best, your the best friend on the team, lined up right next to you, Jordan Milata. Uh Talk to me a little bit about that friendship and how you guys, not only really just your friendship, but really how you guys are working in tandem over there and how you guys have sort of gained that trust with each other to be a solid left side of the line.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, I think me and Jordan have uh, become friends just out of necessity. I just have to be beside him every day. um, But no, Jordan's a... It's like me and Ike. Yeah. yeah. Uh, No, Jordan's a great friend and, I mean, a hell of a player, but you know for me and him going back and forth a lot of it is you know like you said he, he came from a rugby background and obviously kind of had to learn on the fly coming into the nfl yeah he's done a tremendous job even since i've gotten here of just you know development and learning the game and physically his talent um, a lot of it is you know during the week and you know even in the middle of drives and games and stuff we're talking and figuring things out just you know the way you know this guy in front of us is playing it or if you know a guy subs in and we know he plays you know technique a little differently you know we're sitting there you know after each play we have a little you know like five six second powwow and we're like hey you know what did you get right here what did you see and can we do anything you know different to kind of you know make things better for us and just you know we always kind of keep each other in balance like yin and yang a little bit there's times where you know, he gets frustrated with what's going on. I bring him down. There's times I get frustrated. He's got to talk me off the ledge. And, you know, I mean, it's just a, a good relationship that we have that we understand that, you know, both of us are going to get frustrated at times. And we just kind of got to pull each other back down.
1: Now, we're going to get into a little football. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We'll get into the game uh, from yesterday. But I kind of, since this is the first time you've been on the show with us in the Players Lounge, I kind of want to do a little bit of a. Sort of introduction. Getting to, to know to you. Yeah, getting to know you. Sort getting of to know, I know man, about he's you. I sitting here like, why are we asking him these types of questions? Yeah, we'll right talk Dallas uh, next yeah, segment. We'll yeah, talk yeah, the yeah, Cowboys yeah, next yeah. segment. Also, want to get into Christmas album, second one coming out.
3: Yeah, it, uh, it's going to be a good one. I, uh, <laughs> as much not- as you can, tell us. Yeah, yeah, I, know, I know it's a big I, secret. I, I'll say this. You won't hear me singing on it. I don't ah, have a singing voice.
1: Okay, see, I didn't know that. Also going to ask you about your golf game, too. Oh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Sound <laughs> like you might be a little
2: that. suspect.
1: Yeah, it's okay, but listen. <laughs>
2: <Big> <laughs> is a, street, he's yes. a much
1: better athlete than you think he is, believe me. All right, we'll be back. Landon Dixon, Eagles Pro Bowl guard. Right here in the Players Lounge, Elliott Shore Park, Hugh Douglas. I'm Mike Reese. We're at the number one sports bar in America, Chickies and Pizza in South Philly, right here on 94 WIP. Oh, I forgot we were doing a radio show. I thought we were at the club. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We're at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. A little 50 Cent right there for you, Landon. 50. Coming back. Oh, yeah.
0: P-I-M-P. Mm-hmm. See, that's like my generation. Normally, we play yeah. older stuff here, so...
1: What's your what's your, uh, what's your go-to music to get you pumped up before the game? I thought you were asking me first. No, no,
3: Elliot.
1: <laughs> yeah. What gets you pumped up? I'll ask Elliot right. short parts. What gets you I pumped
2: up
3: land, before I the land, game?
1: I want to hear the lenses. But, not I Anita mean, Baker, but, yeah.
3: I mean, I, I got a whole album of, uh, love. Uh, like, you know, Meek Mill, Chief Keith Lil Wayne. Okay. Uh, you yeah, know, a little bit of everybody. A little bit of everybody. Not, not anything too new, but, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, those guys aren't new. I well, know a little. I, way. I mean, the, new, like yeah.
3: I mean, like the, you know, the newer, newer. Oh, new, new you, guys. You know, yeah, know what I mean?
1: yeah. Well, we just had a bunch of uh, uh, guys come over. Great kids from uh, Father Judge High School. We got Club G from Father Judge in the house. Club G, what's up, boys? There you go. Basically threaten me if I didn't yeah. announce that on the radio. Yeah, there are a lot of them. <laughs> well, we got Landon on like, hey, on y'all side, giving so... out shout outs. I was like, no, nah, we don't do shout outs. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not uh, There's like 20 attention. of them. There's only four yeah, of us. There's it only, it only four of us, yes. but, but,
2: but a couple of them are going to catch some hell. They run up on the stage, <laughs> though.
1: <laughs> yeah, you guys
0: got it, no problem. You, yeah. <laughs> so,
1: uh, Landon, yesterday, first of all, all week, I know you guys, uh, at some point, got a little tired of answering the dallas versus eagles rivalries sort of thing it's, it's such a huge um game for all of us on the outside and i i understood what coach sirianni's sort of message was about you know it's not that we prepare any harder for this week than we do for any other game but he also understood how important it is to the history of the Philadelphia Eagles to the fans in this city, so I know fans appreciate that. What was that like for you this time around? I know you've already played in a couple of them, but this one seemed like it had a little more juice to it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I felt the same way too. Being out there, I mean, just you know, we we try to kind of keep emotions throughout the game. You know, you're going to have good and bad things happen, and you, you kind of you, you never want to w- ride those waves. You know, you don't want to get up and down and stuff. You just kind of want to stay calm. But even you know during the game, just the you know the emotions I was feeling during the game, you know, watching our defense do stuff and us on offense and, you know, just kind of just felt more emotional that game and just the, you know, the rivalry and everything. It just, you know, gets you a little more fired up. Like once you get into that game time, I mean, like coach said, you know, we prepare for each team every week the same way, but you know, once you get into the game, you you start, you you feel something down in your chest. You know what I mean? It's hard to explain, but you know, it's just that feeling like while you're playing, like, man, I hate these dudes. I hate these dudes in front of me, and I want to kick their <laughs> ass.
2: Landon, my question to you is this: like, because that atmosphere at the link is like no other. How does that compare to the atmosphere in Tuscaloosa? Say when you're playing like a LSU or, or say like well, Georgia, Auburn or something. Like
1: Auburn, that. Now, Auburn is the big yeah, rival. Right yeah, 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 is, is it
3: Auburn? Well, I mean, you, see, here's the thing: you got a lot of rivalries there. So you got you got the Auburn one, obviously. You got the Iron Bowl. You got yeah. LSU two. You got Tennessee, obviously. So there, I mean, there's
0: there's a lot of rivalries that are going on each season. Does any of them does that even compare to Dallas? So what's 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 the difference of the atmosphere like, or is it similar? I mean,
3: honestly, it's you know fans up here, and when you look at it, like you you want to even talk about like noise wise, like you know. Bryant-Denny, you know, 100,000-plus people. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure what it is at the link. Was it around 60? Close to 70, yeah. It's 60 like 65, 65 somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. And, I mean, you're talking 40,000 extra people at Bryant-Denny. But, I mean, some at some points during that game, I thought the link was louder than anything I was wow. hearing in college. I'm like, you know, just, just how much, you know, noise the fans are making and the atmosphere there. I mean, it's, you know, it's almost completely different, too. And then, you know, like I've said before, it's like, you know, you know, Philadelphia fans just, they don't hold anything back. And that's one thing that I appreciate is, like, they're, they're going to put it all into, you know, that game that they're there watching or attending, even if they're sitting on the couch. I mean, I see video of people breaking TVs. Throwing I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's but I, just, just the passion behind it is something that, you know, I, I don't think you're going to get that anywhere else in the country and just – you know, I, I just love seeing that from the people in this city.
0: So, I, so my bad. You got it, Elliot. Uh, got no, it. I thought a, a key part of the game yesterday was pretty early on when you guys went for it twice on fourth down on your opening drive. Opening drive, drive yeah. Um, obviously, one, if I remember correctly, was the touch push. And then later on, I think it was fourth and three. What's it mean to you guys as players, and what kind of tone setter was it when on fourth down you look over and Sirianni says, no, we're going for this?
3: Yeah, I mean, honestly, just just the confidence that he has in the offense to be able to go out there and execute. You know, like I know he said in a couple of interviews, like he doesn't look at it as first and ten; he looks at it as first and nine yep, now. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we we've obviously been successful with our quarterback sneak play or what it, you tush push, brotherly shove. I know a lot of people got different a names lot of different for it, but names just, just call it know, first down. Yeah, know, <laughs> we could do that too. But uh, you know, just him having the confidence and going over there and. You know, sometimes you see, like, we look at it and it's, you know, fourth and one or fourth and one and a half or inches or whatever. Like, you know, we're not a lot of people, you know, you get to that point, you see you didn't make the third down and, you know, you run off the field, you're expecting punt team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at it most of the time, like, we're just standing there in the huddle and we're, we're waiting on him to just call the play because, you know, we, we ain't coming off the field.
2: So so at this point for y'all, does it feel like it's just money every time y'all line up in the tush push? I mean
3: – not every time. I, I mean, there, there's a lot of details that go into it. It's like we're, we're not expecting it to be an automatic play, right? Like w- once you start to get complacent with that kind of thing, that's when you have issues start happening. Hey, hold you up, don't hold up. On it, so,
2: Landon. don't Don't give me the PC answer, dog. Y'all, like, y'all damn near 100% with the touch-push, dog. I know you out there talking trash. God had already told me y'all out there feeling real confident. So you, you have to feel like at this point you got to feel like that's money.
3: I mean, like you said, uh, it, it's not flawless. It's almost flawless. It's not 100%, so it's, it's 94%. But, uh, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, we do enjoy You know, you get up to the line, you tell them, you know what's coming. and
2: Oh, so you know. out there talking trash?
3: Oh, we always do. I mean, we, we tell them they, they know what's about to happen. And yeah. do, you, do you use cur-
2: cursor words when you're out there talking trash?
3: No, not not particularly. I, I, I got a very clean mouth. I, I think I have a... <laughs> I think I have the uh, the TV microphone or whatever. Oh, so you got you mic up? You mic that? Okay,
1: okay, okay. So listen, Dallas, we, we've talked about it. It's a obviously it was a big game yesterday, and you're going to see this team again in three or four weeks. So, um, but what did you guys learn from their defense out there? Because I thought they listen, they they played a good game yesterday. You know, i yep. you guys have been able to move up and down the field. You know, at times this year, almost seemingly at will. So I was interested in seeing this matchup because Dallas does have such a good defense. Um, I thought they did a decent job yesterday, but you guys were still able to crack the code when you needed to. Um, What are some of the things that they sort of present that you guys want to clean up and be better at the next time you see them?
3: Yeah, so, I mean, really for us, you know, Dallas is a good team they have good players and a good scheme and you know for us going into the game we're taking into account you know not only the overall scheme of the you know team we're playing but also individual players that can upset the game I mean you know if you if you, you know you Micah's pretty yeah if you pretty don't take care that. of people like Micah Parsons you know like Aaron Donald with LA I mean they they can ruin a game for people so I mean for us just being able to have a game plan going in and say you know in these situations you know we want to, you know, run the ball against this look or in, these, in this look we, we want to get to a pass or whatever it may be. But, you know, for us I think the biggest thing was, you know, coming out of that and what I felt during the game is, you know, cleaning up communication a little bit and just, uh, you know, like play clock style, like getting things communicated a little faster. A lot of that starts with offensive line stuff is, you know, us getting stuff communicated, turning back to Jalen, getting stuff communicated to him. And, you know, just trying to get it because there was a few times I know the clock was running down. We were snapping it with only a couple seconds left. Um, But really that's going to be the biggest thing moving forward. And, you know, when we see them again, I'm sure we're going to see some more exotic looks and stuff that obviously we haven't seen this time that we, you know, maybe hadn't even been on film all year in the past couple years. So it seems like that's what happens a lot is, you know, teams pull things out of the back pocket to see what we have answered for.
0: I know that uh obviously he's not lining up next to you, but uh, you guys did have a new uh you know, right guard in there yesterday in Tyler Steen. How much does that impact what you guys are able to do, especially in a game where you're going up against a line that look it has Michael Parsons but also some other, you know, talented players?
3: Yeah, like we talked about earlier with just the you know, atmosphere and kinda the mindset that we have in that offensive line room is that, you know, everybody is gonna prepare like a starter and be ready to mm-hmm. play, you know you know one snap away from being a starter and that's you know the biggest thing was you know Tyler stepping in there there wasn't really any hesitation to that because we've seen him in practice you know we know what he can do and stuff now obviously game day can be a little different sometime but you know for Tyler to be able to step in at that right guard position and you know execute at the level he did especially against a quality defensive line like Dallas has I mean I, I think that he did a phenomenal job yesterday and you know, there's a lot of things that happen in games that you just can't get in practice. That, yeah. You know, it's really like the more games you play, that's the only time you're going to get things to pra- like the opportunity to practice it. So, you know, for him, I believe, you know, the, the more games that we move forward and the more reps that he sees, the better he's going to get. And I think that's for every player. But, you know, where he's starting out now, I mean, he did a phenomenal job, and I look forward to seeing him grow.
0: So, Well, you guys did. So you scored 28 points yesterday. 100% in the red zone and you got the win which is the most important thing, but I'm curious for your your perspective um, The running game you guys have been one of the best running offenses in the league really since Sirianni got here So, you know, it's, it's been a while. It feels like maybe you're not clicking on all cylinders I'm just curious from your perspective. What do you think is, is going on with the running game?
3: So I mean and you know, I've said that like I don't call the plays. I just run the plays. So. right? Uh, you know the biggest thing is and and at the end of the day it it really doesn't matter what my opinion is if I say I I don't want Jalen Hurts to throw the ball one time or you know I all I want to do is throw the ball you know when we go into games we have a game plan and whatever that entails to get a win is what we're going to do so you know there's times like I said earlier I like running the ball but if there's times you know we got to we got to pass the ball to win a game that's what we're going to do and and at the end of the day that's really all I care about I mean you know it's not as fun for me
1: but i'm gonna sit back there <laughs> and do it because i want to win yeah so i feel you and you got a pretty good quarterback back yeah there. we got a really good quarterback so <laughs> so i wanted to get your thoughts on him man yesterday i thought was one of his if not the most the gussiest performance that he's had in his young career considering physically he took a shot on the knee in the game right before the half we're all holding our breath we don't know what what is he coming back out at halftime how is he going to look coming back out? What was it like for you guys as his protectors up there? Uh, did you What sense did you get of how he felt in that moment and then going into the locker room and coming out?
3: I mean, first off, obviously, is, you know, offensive line, the, the worst thing that, you know, the worst feeling we have is when the quarterback is getting hit, takes a hit, and he goes down. I mean, that's just like you know, it's like us getting punched in the gut. It's just a terrible feeling for us. And, you know, it makes us frustrated, too. Like, you know, we are saying in the huddle, hey, we got to keep this guy clean. But, you know, you know Jalen going down, getting up, we know he's been banged up for a little bit now. But, I mean, just the toughness that that guy has to be able to come back out there and just, you know, we go to that TV timeout, he runs right back out there, and he's like, all right, let's rock and roll. And just, you know, seeing that, especially from a guy like him, you know, he's always been a leader on this team, and just you know, he's leading by example, you know what I mean? He's not there just saying, you know, I'm a tough guy. Like, right. he's out there really doing that. So, I mean, just, you know, seeing that, and it just kind of gets you fired up. You're, you're in the huddle, and... You see him go down. I'm like, all right, expect the Mariota to come out. And the next thing, you know, he's jogging out. I'm like, all right, let's go, baby. We're going down here okay. and scoring.
2: I, I didn't want to see Mariota. I know you can't say nothing, but I was <laughs> <laughs> trying to see Mariota come out there, dog. I, I saw that all last year. Let's not go
1: down that road. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, y'all looked right. at me. I, I just no, told you yes, how I felt. We, we, we I go did, go you ahead. just looked at me. I they, just told you I, go, how I, I know, felt.
2: But that's a teammate. I, I did, but, is, but I didn't so. say. I didn't tell Landon to say nothing. Yeah. I just was telling you how I
0: felt. I did have one more <laughs> Dallas question. What what hell, are so. you looking at
1: me? I'm
0: just telling you how I felt well, when also, I saw that. Well, we
1: don't want him to feel awkward. I no, heard, I didn't, yeah. he, don't, he don't feel like how big I mean, this man not, is. He don't feel awkward. awkward. What's a teammate of his that we just I didn't say
2: here? nothing bad about him. I just oh, said oh, I, I, I didn't want him just, out just, there.
0: Can
1: we just move on? So last oh, night. We got lap, yeah. oh, I'm, done. Last, I'm done. Last, I'm done, I mean, done with last, it. I ain't got nothing to say about it. See, Landon, this is what it's like. We're in the locker room, right? It's always the one teammate that just wants to I'm just saying, dog. You always got that one guy. You looked at me. I don't know when to stop. I just told y'all how I felt. I just, I just shared that with y'all. That's all I did. Believe me, and that—that's that, how he was in, as, a, as a teammate too. <laughs> I'm just like, he got in his feelings now, he feels feel like just he did. So. Hold up,
2: man! I got a question for you, Landon. Okay, Who, we go. whose idea was it to wear overalls to training camp? Because that—that you know that kind of started the overall thing right with, there uh, with the Phillies. Yeah.
3: I mean, those, those were just the ones I, owned. That way, I didn't.
0: <laughs> Oh, There here we go right there. there. Hey,
3: I'm
2: not, big fella, big I ain't mad at you. Yeah.
3: I'm trying to find me a pair. They not eight. Hey, they, they, they got some nice ones out there. They, they make them for big fellas, too. They I, 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 the hell, place. duh.
1: That's why when I saw you in them, that's kind of where I got the idea from. Oh, I goodness. was curious. Just one more Dallas question. Hold on, hold on. Before oh, yeah. that, because we got to go to break, we got to pay some bills, and we'll come back and we'll we'll finish up with some Dallas stuff. We'll get some thoughts on what Landon plans to do during the Dubai uh, the during the bye week. Um, brought his lovely bride in here with him today so he had a big offseason. so i want to get into congratulations that. that's what dang we do it, here in landon. listen we're done with all the tough questions brother this is the players lounge we just kick it in oh, the yeah. players lounge eagles pro bowl right guard left guard i'm sorry in the house We played both landon dickerson elliott parks my boy hugh douglas we're back in the flash right here on 94 wip oh, somebody's a 50 cent fan back at the station yes welcome there, back sir. sports radio 94 wip it is the Chickies and Peaches Players Lounge, where Chickies and Peaches in South Philly. It is the official sports bar of your Philadelphia Eagles. How about that? And that's what this is. That's what this is. They paid me to say that, Landon. Yes. Well, that's good. You gotta but, but make your true. money somewhere. Yes, but it is the money. truth, though. <laughs> it is. It a is big sign
0: truth. right there. Right? It, it is line. the truth. Yes.
1: Um. So, Elliot, you had a question for Landon? Another, yeah, I was just curious, uh, And I'm sure a lot you of fans to drill him with. yeah, 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 no, yeah going out there.
0: Yeah, it's not not about his teammates. Um, but, but so I feel attacked. Yeah. You should. I'm sure, like <laughs> a lot of fans here, probably felt the same. Those last few minutes, but especially that last play. Oh yeah. I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. What were your emotions like being uh, on the sideline for that last play? The last few. Oh, seconds. That whole drive. Yeah, the whole drive. I guess really, but.
3: Uh, I may have lost a couple of years off my life just from the uh, blood pressure. But I mean, honestly, I, I always have faith in our defense, but you know, when they, when they started getting closer, I was like, damn, but you know, I, I knew they were going to pull it out and just, you know, I always got faith in those guys on defense. There are a bunch of dogs out there and you know, I didn't really have any doubt, but sometimes I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you know, you don't got to make it that close. You know what I mean? Like, but
0: what was I mean, the locker room like after?
3: Oh, we, we were hyping the locker room. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean obviously you know a win over a divisional rivalry and i mean just you know just that kind of atmosphere after you know you you put your blood sweat and tears into that game and you know just all the emotions you feel for those four or five hours that you're out there and just coming back in the locker room with a win and celebrating with your guys i mean you know it's just it's a great experience
1: yeah nobody wants to have their bye week ruined by losing the game right before the bye week, now Hugh and losing to the Cowboys. Hey Hugh, yeah. how many It's times a long we, two weeks. We probably lost about half of our games uh, going into the bye week. Yeah, but we came out strong. We though. always came we out came strong. We came out strong. Yeah, we
2: always yeah came man. Out strong. Like <laughs> that's not that that is like you ate a big old turd, and it, you didn't brush your teeth I'm for like not a even whole sure week, you're allowed to Say
1: that, man.
2: It was. I'm just saying it was like eating a turd, dude, and you, you didn't brush your teeth turd?
1: I'll say it three times. <laughs> I'm just saying. We'll, we'll find and out a, soon if it's you're It's a bad feeling, it. man. Find it's out. a bad feeling. It's no, a bad feeling. Um, but, but as it was, you guys were able to get the victory. And listen, you know what I realized? I mean, obviously going through that, and we all felt the same way you did, Landon, coming down the stretch. But seeing Howie Roseman react the way he did at the end of the game. He I don't know if you GM. had a chance to see the video of yeah, it. Yeah, I saw, saw that it.
3: video. He, he was looking a little tense, too. Oh, holy so cow. Did he,
1: you know, he jumped Never up, seen him pumped run his that far, and yeah. ran in the tunnel? I yeah, I don't remember seeing how we do yeah. that for a regular season game. So that lets you know how intense and important that game was oh
3: absolutely i mean it doesn't matter who you are i mean whether you're a you know player gm you know mm-hmm. security guy out there uh, you know the three-year-old sitting in the stadium <laughs> i mean you know emotions are high and we're you know we're ready to win that game and once we do i mean it's you know we're celebrating
2: my, my question is this landon do y'all do do you guys realize how big that rivalry is or is that something that's talked about in the locker room because we were trying to figure that out last week We were trying to figure out for us, because I I got kind of grandfathered into it when I came from New York and came down here by the fans. But is that something that you guys talk about, the rivalry between the Cowboys and the Eagles?
3: Yeah, I mean, we we get talked about in the locker room and in meetings. And, you know, even the videos that we'll put up, you know, in some of the meetings, I mean, you know, it's not just, you know, games from when, you know, Sirianni was here. I mean, we got games from you know, 30, 40 years ago. We're Back when you clips, played. So, yeah.
2: I mean, oh, he was right yeah, there like by too. me. He
3: was right I mean, there by we me, We got dog. black and white film. <laughs> yeah. you know?
2: he, was, he was right there by me, though. though. With his leather. He had on his leather helmet, too. Don't try to play me. <laughs> and <laughs> his neck roll.
1: <laughs> and my neck roll. Yeah, that's how you know he
0: played a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see any more neck rolls out there. <laughs> right.
1: so, so, listen, man, you guys got the week off, I'm, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, we do. Uh, with, with, what's your plans for your bye week?
3: Uh, I really don't have a whole lot of plans. I mean, you know, a th- th- great opportunity for me personally. I mean, just, you know, by a week to physically rest, kind of recuperate a little bit. I might, you know, mow the grass one last time before winter hits and, uh, I yeah, really. Just you got your you know. big
1: John Deere. Did you you, you get on? The, oh,
3: the, I got a zero turn. I you know I ride around it. Zero. zero turn. Yeah, yeah I he know got what that, that
1: mean. He
2: yeah. got money. He got that <laughs> fancy lawnmower. Man, look at him. <laughs> it, it
1: ain't that fancy. Ain't. <laughs> I love the fact that you still mow your own grass. That's 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 awesome. So, coach gave you guys basically the week off, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, Gazo, I always say, young guys. Some of the younger guys, maybe rookies, they go back to school because their first gives the opportunity. Yeah to go back to school um a lot of the older guys they got families they got kids the kids are probably in school or oh yeah daycare or something like that got a got to not to look too far ahead but certainly got a tough game coming out of the bye week with kansas city i would imagine right now you're not thinking about that you more or less just want to get your head in a in a, in a place where you can sort of i guess decompress Right, I mean, you guys went through a long training camp and then to play nine straight games.
3: Yeah, and I mean, that's that's a big thing with the bye week. It's not only like a, a physical, you know, decompression from, you know, hitting guys for the past, I don't even know. It's got to be, you know, 14, 15 weeks now or whatever it is preseason. Mm-hmm. But, you know, also just the mental side of it, being able to kind of relax because, you know, during the week it's, you know, sitting there driving on the way to work you're thinking about stuff then you're you're in meetings thinking about football and throughout the day you're sitting at lunch thinking about football you get to dinner thinking about football you get home you know you're laying in bed you get up at you know two in the morning to pee and you're like yeah I mean what if they run this pressure I mean I'm like oh so I mean just you know I mean it's just being able to you know take a break and just kind of decompress for a few days and not really think about you know everything that's coming so um, you know once we start to get in you know Thursday Fridays I'll kind of you know pick it back up and you know, I, I realize that's only a couple days away, but you know, just, just those couple days off, you know, mentally really can help guys.
0: Well, you were saying that I was thinking Nick Seriani probably loves to hear that—that that you're always thinking about football uh, no matter the time of day, even at, at two a.m. But I'm curious, what's playing for Nick like? Um, he, you know, he's very—he uh, shows his personality a lot, so I'd imagine it, it's a pretty fun experience. But behind the scenes, maybe in meeting rooms, out on the practice field. What do maybe people not see about Nick uh, as a head coach?
3: Yeah, I think, you know, obviously you guys see him, you know, game days on the sideline. just the amount of passion that he has. And, you know, that, that doesn't change. That's not just, you know, a game day facade day. Like, for him, that's every day. He, he mm. brings that to, you know, meetings, practice, everything. I mean, 8 o'clock in the morning we're having a team meeting. He's coming in screaming, yelling, hey, <laughs> you know, let's go this morning, you know. Yeah. And, and just, you know, seeing that from the coach, the energy he brings and the amount of, you know, respect that he has for the players and the, you know, care he has for us. I mean, it's, you know, playing for a guy like that is it's really easy because, you know, it just it means a lot to him, the situation that he's in, and, you know, him showing that to us. I mean, it's it's a great thing.
1: Well, i tell you, Landon, uh, when they made the selection for you a few years ago, I thought it was a risky move. Uh, but as usual, that's why I don't get paid to be a GM and make make decisions like that. Man, you have turned out to be – a phenomenal player, um, I think even another, you know, fantastic teammate, and so we can't wait to continue to watch your career blossom, brother. Thank you for joining us here tonight.
3: Absolutely. I appreciate you guys having
2: me yes, on. Yes,
1: man. Yes, it's been awesome. Landon Dickerson, everybody. you. You Douglas, Elliot Short-Parks, thank you, my brother. Right. Francisco, Taz, and Buzz back in the studio. Monday Night Football is up next. Thanks, everybody.
2: Peace.